Hello, and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self-care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator. You can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics. I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren H. Beauty Vibes. Today's topic is snail mucin. And welcome back. Um, so since we didn't talk about movies or shows last week, Lauren, we've got to talk about White Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do it. Okay, what did you think? So I think I have a really unique perspective on White Lotus. So first of all, if anyone hasn't seen White Lotus, like go forward because we're going to spoil it. Um, if anyone's interested, it is a show on HBO Max that is about a destination resort, kind of a... Um, private resort in Hawaii and these different people that go on vacation and it also follows the employees that work there and the beginning the first five minutes you find out that someone has died and it kind of starts with this you wanting to watch the show to find out who died and um, so you're kind of invested in that it is a newlywed couple a wealthy married couple with their children and then a single lady played by Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> yes. And then the employees. So I want to hear what you thought about it, Lauren. By the way, you explained that beautifully. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Because there's a lot going on in this show. It's like all of these stories are mm -hmm. like intertwined and not related, but related. Um, so there's a lot going on. I thought it was good. Clearly, I was mainly invested because of A, I wanted to find out who was murdered. And B, I just wanted to see what Jennifer Coolidge was yeah. wearing and doing yeah. every episode. Um, from a style perspective and beauty, I also loved the wife's outfits. Mm -hmm. um, I was reading more into the stylist and like how they were doing that. And I know this is also off topic because you mean the actual show mm -hmm. but I just had to say it um but the actual show I thought it was really good um I thought it was so entertaining um I love well the guy that dies in the end I thought that was the best way to go because I felt a little too invested to all the other characters yeah yeah I um by the way I cannot believe they showed what they showed um he I don't know if yeah, I, sexual, yeah yeah yes, yeah yeah there was like a lot yes. like I recommended the show to my parents and I was like there are I don't know actually <laughs> that's the kind of show I would not want to be in the same room no, as my parents no, watching that's no. for sure <laughs> they can watch it by themselves but so yeah. for me this was I think I have a really unique perspective on this because to me the show was about people these rich people that go on vacation and they interact with the employees of the hotel and they basically mess with them and d like <laughs> ruin their lives for a week. And then the rich people can go back to their nice, fancy lives. And the people that work at hotels are left with this mess that these rich people created. And I think that's because I've worked in resorts for three years and I worked in spas. So like I had the Jennifer Coolidge coming, being like, I need a massage right now. And me being like, well, that's not how this works. Like you have to book an appointment and we're booked. Mm -hmm. And um, just 
the one girl who gets in a relationship with the guy who works there and he's like, oh, you should stay here with me. And she's like, I'm never going to think about you again. Like, I'm going to go back to my life and move on with my life. And she really, I mean, she screws him over. Like, I know her intentions were good, but... I don't know. And then the lady who Jennifer Coolidge wanted to start a spa with and she got all these hopes up and Jennifer Coolidge like had no interest in starting a spa with that lady. She just wanted someone to pay attention to her. And and it's like, I don't know, for me, it's like I've worked in these scenarios where you have someone there who's there for a week and like this is my job and they're there every day like trying – they're mad at me for some reason. So they're trying to mess with me. And then when they leave, I have to deal with HR because of the (laughs) the outbursts of this person. And so I think for me it was like a little jarring. I also work – you know, I work in South Florida. So Jennifer Coolidge was like every person that came to my resort and um, the – the wealthy family with their kids. That was like every, and the kids being such brats and it's like, oh, you're upset. You're in beautiful paradise. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. All of the dynamics were great. Did you watch any of the after show that would come on like after the episode was over? No, I didn't. Was it good? Okay. Yeah, it was really good. So um, what they were saying basically um, about the friend um, that comes along Mm -hmm. and gets involved with the boy is that there is some type of dynamic where she's not from the same money or the same status as these Mm -hmm. people. So she's also feels like she can't relate and she's disgusted by them. Mm -hmm. And that's why she kind of creates this whole scheme with this man because she wants to kind of see him get ahead. Like she's trying to be like from personal person to person that doesn't have anything like here's this way I can help you which is by robbing them Mm -hmm. and then it's just terrible what happened at the end of that what did you think though about um they did bring up Jennifer Coolidge's character as like just a laissez-faire rich white woman that's very ADHD and just can't remember the energy that she's putting out to each person and how it affects them and how did you feel about her not um taking on the business with the woman but instead giving her a huge wad of cash because I kind of liked that yeah I liked it too and I like it I mean I don't think I mean it's hard for me because it's like that would never happen but like right this oh, is a yeah, show. Yeah. This, none of this would ever happen right so mm-hmm. it's a show but I mean that was kind of I guess a nice way to end it I guess mm-hmm. I don't know I, had, I thought it was cool because that lady can open whatever business she wants and she doesn't have to right. have ties with this crazy white woman because in the end, Jennifer Coolidge was just going to put her through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I thought it, the person who was going to die was going to be that random guy that Jennifer Coolidge met because he kept having those horrible coughing fits. Yes. And yes. I was like, oh, he's going to die. He's going to die. I also thought that the wife was going to kill herself um, <laughs> I... because she was in that marriage that was just awful, which reminded me of every like guy from air like area growing up in high school there's a scene where so the mom molly shannon where she is speaking to somebody um they're like at breakfast or something and she's like you know i've never heard of this resort before but i was reading in the the Nasta that this was the best resort and i was like oh my god i've heard this conversation like 80 million times at my job where these like rich people just want to go to the best place that's recommended Mm -hmm. in this rich person magazine like i was cringing so hard it was like I didn't realize how like I guess I knew working it in a re- you. yeah I knew working <laughs> in a resort was tough and it's like its own kind of thing. It's almost like restaurant work. Like if you've done it, you know you know what it's like. You know the struggle. Like you you know the yeah, and you really are seen as a servant versus there's so much empowerment to what you do as right. an esthetician and um 
Right. It kind of like puts you down for right. a little we're, bit. We're seen as like the help. And it's like, yeah. it's like, God, I, we are all people with families. Like, I, you have no idea what my life, I, like, I have a life. And it's just, you're seen as the help. So that was, yeah. but it was, I mean, it was a great show. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Yep. Um, the other thing I wanted to recommend to you was I watched it yesterday is, um, and it's cause my mom recommended it to me. So shout out to Jules. Um, Jules. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it's the Val Kilmer documentary on Amazon prime. It's called Val. And Yo, I've been hearing some stuff about this. Oh, People are liking so it. Inter- so Val Kilmer, um, it's a lot like kid 90 where it's all his home videos from uh-huh. from his childhood and then his whole career. And Val Kilmer recently had throat cancer. So he has a trach tube. So he can't really – he can talk, but it's a little difficult to understand him. So his son narrates it. And hmm. Val Kilmer wrote this story about his life becoming an actor. He went to Juilliard. Um, and he is one of those pe- those actors that is really about the art of acting and takes it very seriously and because he wants to do justice. And because of that, he got this reputation as like difficult to work with and mm. things like that. But it was it was so interesting. I actually um, kind of reminds me of Shia LaBeouf a little bit. Ooh, I just watched the trailer for his movie. Honey Boy. Yes. Watch it. It's good. It's good. Uh, I don't think I can do it yet. So the Val Kilmer, um, it did make me cry. And mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was because um his mom passed and there was just like a scene with um his mom's ashes and going through his mom's house and it it was just really um touching and heartfelt. But it made me want to go back and watch all of Val Kilmer's movies and I just appreciate him so much more as an actor. So I really recommend that one. Okay. Um, okay. I have some little things to bring up as well. Mm-hmm. So the next show you should be watching on HBO Max is called The Other Two. It's hilarious. You will love it. It's about um, a group of siblings. Molly Shannon is in it as well. Okay. She's the mom. And it's uh, written by Lauren Michaels and the Saturday Night Live cast. So there's a lot of Saturday Night Live cameos in it. But it's about a group of siblings that are all kind of into showbiz. And their little brother, Chase, who is probably like 11 or 12, ends up making it big. And he's kind of like the next Justin Bieber. But it's basically all the laughs of the behind the scenes of like what Mm -hmm. always goes wrong in show business. And Chase's older siblings are just like kind of like in their late 20s, like almost going on 30s that like can't get gigs or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But they're all kind of like leeching off of each other and trying to survive. And it's hilarious. Oh, that does sound funny. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You always have um, good HBO recommends for me. I just think they do it so well. They do a lot of really good shows. I get overwhelmed on HBO. That's the problem. I get Uh overwhelmed on Netflix. I get overwhelmed on HBO. At least Netflix is like, hey, you seem to like these kind of things. You should watch this. HBO, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. It's been... It's been like 30 years of HBO series and I don't even know where to start. So yeah, I totally feel that. But okay, did you see the Bob Ross documentary that's on Netflix? No, no, you should watch it. It was really interesting. Yeah. Is it about? um, Well, I guess it's just about him. I love Bob Ross. Yeah, it's basically about the greed that was involved in, you know, he's an artist and making him into like a business empire. And it wasn't his fault. It was the people he was associated with. And they just really drug him through the mud. But something that I thought was so interesting is that there was another um, painter that was on TV before him. And I think he was maybe like 
he, I think he was German. So he had a little bit of like a harsher like dialect to his voice. Mm-hmm. So the reason that Bob Ross um, talked the way he talked is because he realized that his audience was maybe mainly women in their mm-hmm. late 40s. And he decided to put on more of a sexy voice for them. <laughs> so he did it on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, oh my so God. Bob Ross is just pure sex. You know it. I, I will tell you, if I've been in some really bad, anxious states at 3 a.m., and the person who relaxes me and puts me to sleep is Bob Ross. They, he, he did that because he wanted to, because yeah. he loves you. Yeah. No, I have – the first time I saw – so I remember seeing him, like, as a kid, but, like – Someone showed me Bob Ross. God, it was it was when I worked at the resort. Someone was like, have you ever seen? I was like, I mean, maybe. So I watched his video and how quickly he creates landscape. Yep. With, and, and I, as an artist, I'm impressed with his art, let alone mm-hmm. like the voice and everything else. So Bob Ross has gotten me through some dark times. So I'll always You should Bob totally Ross. watch it. You would, you would really enjoy it. It was really good. That, I, I don't want to forget to tell you, um, that makes me think of, there's a documentary about Bert from Bert's Bees. Who is yeah, like- I love. I talk about it all the oh, time. It reminded so me of that so much. Yeah, okay, yeah. How that woman just like effed his whole yeah, like yeah. thing up. Oh, I always gosh. say so, and I don't support Bert's Bees because so of that. Bert from Bert's Bees is a real guy who just wanted to like not have to you know pay the man so he wanted to find a way that he could make money and just live on his own and he lives on a cabin in the middle of the woods in vermont with his dog and he has like a wood burning stove he doesn't even have heat or anything and i always say like if something happened to my mom that's i that's what i imagine my dad like alone in the woods (laughs) living off the land with his dog (laughs) Hey, it's not a bad way to be. It sounds very peaceful. Yeah, but it was some lady that he was making honey and he had all this extra wax and she found old recipes for stuff to do with the beeswax. And then it became like Just a whole some random thing. lady that like kind of dated him to find this out a little bit. Yeah, too. it was like maybe an ex, but like not re- not like. And did she have a kid, too? And he like kind of supported the kid. Oh, I don't remember. It's been many years. But if you yeah. liked the Bob Ross documentary, this one sounds a lot like it. Just about these mm-hmm. these figures that are really yes. interesting. Yes. Um. So today I went to the professional store because I'm traveling um, back home to Baltimore tomorrow. And um, I went on a little shopping mission of finding all travel sizes. Uh, so I just did a little haul of that on Instagram. If you guys want to check it out, I bought a bunch of Amica products. Um, the packaging was all gorgeous. I'll definitely keep everybody updated on how some of the new um, products I'm using works. And also I bought um, one of the hemp CBD lotions. They had the minis um, that were only $5. What's the um, milligram of CBD? I think it's 80. Okay. That's not that much. Not that I didn't expect it to do anything. You know, I just love hemp solution. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried like every fragrance and I was like, yeah, just give it a try. It's only $5. Yeah. I um, I love travel, small um, makeup and skincare, um, especially for someone like us who like we have a lot of things. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. I love that opportunity to be able to try things. Um, yeah. and then the other I thing, love anything in a mini size. It's so cute. Yeah, back when <laughs> so a couple of years ago, I was traveling. Um, I would go to Disney a lot, probably about once a month, and I would save small containers to put my skincare in. So because I'm the type of person that oh, if, I do that all the time too. Yeah. I do that in my professional kit or like just you know yeah. put a moisturizer in a little K beauty mask. Like you do little... it like I've never seen before. Like you are really good at like depotting, reorganizing, remake making everything so it's functional 
And yeah, and in the depotting world, yeah. I ain't shit because these people nowadays <laughs> will like crumple up their powders themselves and get a pressing machine and like repress powders together. It's Crazy. insane. Yeah, I so anytime you want to show videos or anything of your kit, I love to see it. I oh love my god, that makes me it. so happy. I totally yeah. will. Yeah, it's just so interesting to me to see like what you bring, and I also love your when you have it all set up like before you start. Like that Yay. whole like ready to go. So, I mean, if no one else cares, I do. So you can always show. <laughs> okay. I really appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So I wanted to say one last random thing and then I promise you we're going to talk about snails after this. <laughs> All right. So anyone that is a true crime fan, I am going to need you to Google and Reddit the Murdaw family murders today. It is like true crime happening right meow in my tiny ass town and I'm just fascinated by it. And basically the Murdoch family is a legal dynasty um, that has been around in the area for about a hundred years. And um, uh, probably about six months ago, the father of the family went to his compound and found his um, son and his wife shot to death, two different weapons. Okay. Okay. The 19 year old son was in an investigation because he was driving a boat that got into an accident and ended up killing a 19 year old girl in the area. But the police were paid to cover that up and say he didn't drive the boat. So, oh, like maybe three weeks, no, probably like two weeks ago, the father, who has now lost his wife, his son, and you have this background about his son. Is changing a flat tire on the side of the road and a car turns around and shoots him in the head and he lives. <gasps> oh. So now I was on the Reddit, like there's all these theories. Then, oh. then something that's coming out is now that they're investigating these deaths, there are two more deaths that they're talking about. One where a nanny mysteriously fell down the steps in their Hamptons house, oh. and one where the, there is an older brother. And he um, wasn't out of the closet and hooked up with another man that was 15 years old. They're younger. They're teenagers. And basically, he went – he mysteriously died after getting, like, a blow to the head and then being, like, pulled into the road to make it look like a hit and run. And they're like, those kids did it. His mom basically, like, those kids did it. The son? That happened to the son or the son that the boy he hooked up with? The boy he hooked up with. So basically, like, the brothers killed him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it is getting so juicy. So now that the husband has, like, survived this gunshot, he retired or, yeah, he retired from the firm that he owned. They found out that he was mismanaging funds and he said that he was going to go to rehab because of all the trauma that he's been through. But it it just seems like there's a lot of secrets, a lot of things being uncovered right now, and it's all happening in real time. So so this is is in Charleston? Yeah. Wow. Thank you for telling us. Yeah, especially because I brought it up to my boyfriend. He was like multiple clients of mine talk about them all the time. And basically they say they are not a nice family and they've probably pissed a lot of people off and they get away with everything because they have money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like, this is like um, a murder mystery novel. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, where is the ID channel? I'm ready for it. James Patterson. Here's your next book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. Okay. I guess we'll talk about snails now after all that excitement. <laughs> yeah. So Lauren went on a snail journey. Um, so yep. Lauren's going to tell report back reporting live from Charleston. Tell us about your snail journey. 
Yes. So for the past 30 days, I've been using a product by the K-Beauty brand CauseRx called Snail 96 Mucin Power Essence. It's a light, watery, consistent essence that has the highest concentration of snail slime at 96%. Snail slime is a new up-and-coming ingredient in the cosmetic world. You're going to be seeing more and more of it. It's an ingredient that really cannot cause any harm to the skin. It boasts many beneficial claims, but also needs more scientific research to back up its claims. Before I get into my personal research, let's talk about everything we know about snail slime. Mm -hmm. So how is snail slime produced? The type of mucin that is beneficial to skincare is excreted when the snail is under stress. This is not a vegan-friendly product. However, the CauseRx product claims to be cruelty-free. In multiple articles, it was reported that PETA stays up on these snail farms. One article mentioned the snail goes through a snail spa and are steamed to produce this mucin and fed a rich, healthy, fatty diet. The following info is from an article on thehealthy.com. Snail mucin comes from the brown garden snail and has been used since ancient times for skin healing benefits. In the 1980s, Chilean farmers producing escargot reportedly noticed that handling the snails seemed to lead to softer hands that healed from cuts more quickly. It was the birth of what has become a full-blown trend. So how is this beneficial to the skin? First, it has hyaluronic acid, which is hydrating. It has glycolic acid, which is exfoliating, and contains growth factors that stimulate collagen. Yeah, so I was doing a little research on this too because I went to find – so in our K-Beauty episode, we talked about snail mucin because um, the Korean beauty really put snail mucin on the map and kind of made it more um, – just more popular. So I assume, I don't know, I feel like I had heard that it was Japanese farmers, but it was actually Chilean farmers. So in my research, I found it was actually a doctor, Dr. Rafael Abad Iglesias, who was a Spanish oncologist in the 1960s. And he applied the um, snail mucin as radiation therapy. So he was doing radiation therapy on killing cancer cells on snails. And that made the snail secrete slime. And he realized, incidentally, that the areas that were injured on the snails were actually healing very quickly. And so Mm. then he took um, the snail secretion on humans and concluded that it could help expedite the restorability of human skin. Um, And so then I found another article that says um, Hippocrates would actually crush up snails and snail shells to heal burns and wounds. So like you Mm. said, they had been using this for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing I found was that – so there are so many species of snails, and there really hasn't been – you know, there's no way for them to research the snail slime of every species of snail. Um, So please don't go find random snails and (laughs) collect the mucus as well. Um, So I will say, you know, take that with a, a grain of salt. Um, And then the other fun thing I found is that, so there are something called snail facials in which you go get a facial and they place a bunch of snails on your face. Um, You cannot get this in the United States, though. It's not FDA approved. They have rules about live animals in our cosmetic spas. So like um, a couple years ago, it was really popular, those um, fish. Fishes, uh, yeah. Yeah, the fish pedicures. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't get those in the United States because we can't use live animals. And then these particular snails 
I believe they're classified as agriculture. So um, again, that's under the FDA. So you you can't, there. it's just like tricky ruling with that one. Um, yeah. Would you do it? The Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would do the fish pedicure. I would do. And then there's also, which um, there is a snake massage. No. Which, yeah, no. Yeah. And I would a hundred percent do that. Have you ever held like a, a snake? No, it, I'm a little scared okay. of reptiles. Totally appreciate okay. them, respect yeah, them. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So feeling a snake is just feeling a solid muscle. And I it has to be one of the most impressive feelings, like holding a snake and feeling it move is you're feeling a muscle. And it is so impressive to me. Um, and so I, anytime I can hold a snake, I do it. Cause I think it's so cool. So yeah, I would do, you can put snails on my face. You can put feet, uh, fish on my feet and you can put snakes on my back and I'm good. I hope, I hope one day we can hold you accountable for all of this. <laughs> Please film it. That's fine. As long as there's no, um, no tarantulas or like anything from fear factor. Uh, none yeah, no, none of that. Okay. So tell us about your experience, Lauren. Yeah. So I purchased the COSRX snail mucin, snail 96 mucin essence. It retails for $25 and comes in a tall, clear bottle with a small pump. After using this product consistent, I cannot talk anymore, consistently <laughs> three times a day for 30 days, I still have half of the bottle left. This product is a great addition to any skincare routine with actives. It's a great first step to prime your skin for anything, whether you're putting on sunscreen, serums, or prepping your face for makeup. It mixes and plays well with others. However, this product does not work with any type of water cream. I found that the two just kind of repelled each other and balled up, and that's totally fine. But everything else that I tried it with, uh, it worked really well. If you're interested in seeing a larger breakdown of that. I do have a little button on um, the Beauty Guides podcast Instagram and my personal Instagram where um, you can see every update of me trying this snail product pretty much. Um, my skin was very balanced. I definitely felt the hydration benefits and I had a nice natural glow from the product. This is not one of the major claims, but all K-Beauty products have a calming factor to the skin. So I really enjoyed how calm this product made my skin. It inspired me to purchase a snail BB cream, which I was also a fan of. <laughs> she's, she's a snail fan. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so um, snail, where I've seen snails really do um, good things for skin is people with a lot of redness um and people with acne and any kind of irritation like you said that calming property um mm -hmm. so I hope you I hope you stay with it. are you still using it are you staying with it yeah I'm still gonna use it also I was thinking this is a product I wish I had and knew about in my preteen years and if right. you are listening and you have um young children or girls that are um or boys or anybody that is getting into skincare or maybe has like a lot of acne or just troublesome skin it's a beautiful product for that because it really does calm everything down mm -hmm. but what you're saying about the hyaluronic acid say it louder for the people in the back because it's so important oh okay so from an aesthetics point of view um so this product has the hyaluronic acid in it, but you need to put a moisturizer over top of it always. Um, hyaluronic acid, if you don't seal it with a moisturizer, it will um, dry out your skin because it is um, it pulls water. So if you don't um, seal it, it will cause like the water in your skin to evaporate. Water sticks to water. So anytime you're using a hyaluronic acid serum or an essence or anything with hyaluronic acid based, you always need to put a moisturizer over top of it. 
Absolutely. And I also wanted to say that um, for your own purpose of shopping, this is a really great ingredient. I will continue to use the product. I don't know if I'll um, buy it again just because I like to try so many things. Uh, but you're, if you see a lot of claims saying that this is like the end all be all for skincare or that this is going to like regenerate your skin in like a crazy way. It's not true. I was also reading from some other um, aesthetics point of view that there's better ingredients for the skin with healing. Would you agree? Like aloe is a really good yeah, one. Yeah. I like mm -hmm. you said earlier, you know, there's nothing bad about this product, but I, mm -hmm. I don't think with skincare, there is any end all be all, you know, one-stop shop. Um, I think this is a great ingredient. I think, like you said, this is a really nice introductory ingredient. I think, um, if you're looking, if you have like multiple products and you're looking for a way to incorporate a calming and balancing step into your routine, I think an essence is a really great option. Option. Um, we've talked about, have we talked about toners before? I feel like we have. Um, I don't feel like we really have. Oh. I feel like we should do an episode on that. Okay. Well, spoiler mm -hmm. alert. Um, my opinion is I don't think you actually need a toner. Okay. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, so for me, um, I don't use a toner, but I do use an essence. I use this same brand. I use their Galactomyces essence. Um, so again, they're just kind of like really watery serums. Think of it as heavier than a toner, but lighter than a serum. And it's a really nice way to put hydration directly on the skin. Water, um, skin is very prone to dehydration. And in, no matter how much water you drink, the last place it goes to in, is the skin. So putting water like these essences on the skin really, really helps with dehydration, um, which helps with overall skin health. So again, nothing negative is going to come from using this product. Um, you're going to see some really nice benefits from it. But again, it's not, I mean, no miracles, no, no miracles. Right. Just want to prepare you if you see marketing like that, you know, and then they're trying to charge you $150 for some snail mucin. Like, nope, you're good. This is, this was a great product. I thought the price point was amazing. I could not believe how little I used in 30 days, even though I was using it constantly. And I was also thinking about our sensitive people. We always say Luna is a great, um, retinol. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're still even sensitive from that, adding, this product on before your retinol would be very calming and hydrating Ooh, as well. Yeah, that's one thing I wanted to say. What you you talked about, um, you used it with um additives. And um, mm -hmm. so I talk a lot or I mention a lot that some products like don't play well with others. And this is a nice ingredient that um plays well with all other ingredients. So if you're someone who's using an active like a retinol or a glycolic acid or a salicylic acid a couple times a week, this would be a nice ingredient to incorporate um on those other other days or even with that one and not having to worry about negative interactions and also um, helping kind of mitigate some of the negative effects from um, mm -hmm. acids can be a little irritating. So having this like calming, soothing, hydrating ingredient will only benefit you. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Go put some snails on your face. <laughs> snails mm -hmm. on your face. Take a picture. Tag us. We want to see it. And let me know when you get your snail facial. Okay, no. I'll be watching you. I'll be filming it. <laughs> um, okay, so Lauren, what made you happy this week? Or will make yeah, you happy? Yeah, so I'm leaving tomorrow for Maryland to go to a bachelorette party in Deep Creek Lake. Um, and I allowed myself to do a little credit card shopping for some fall outfits. So that was fun. I just kind of shopped till, till I dropped. And that was enjoyable. I went with um, I bought a lot of things in like that cognac type color and like hunter green. And I even mm -hmm. bought like a flannel parka that basically is like a blanket with just sleeves in it or holes in it for your arms. <laughs> 
Is Hunter Green, is that like a an emerald? What is Hunter Green? Hunter is, I could see it more on the emerald, but emerald adds a little more gemstone to okay. it. So I think it'd just be like it's darker friend, um, okay. more like forest green, you okay. know? Okay. They're probably the same. I'm always so confused as to what color. Okay, so I wear a lot of black, right? Because uh-huh. cause we're in this industry and we just wear black. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, I should really wear color. And then I'm like, I don't like the way I look in color. So I'm yeah. always intrigued when another fair-skinned blonde I guess depending See, on. and I just feel like we need so much color in our life you know what I mean because we are we're just a blank canvas you know yeah well I'm wearing cheetah print right now so that that's yes color. queen I love to hear it <laughs> you'd actually love my outfit right now I'm wearing um it's like a lavender little sundress with um all these flowers on it and then I'm wearing some Steve Madden combat boots and like a light oh, brown Lauren, it's very Mazzy star Lauren is the queen of a dress with sneakers or boots and I love it yes! I love it so it's much it's my favorite I love it. Um, Okay, Okay, so what made you happy this week? So I just finished a book, and I want to tell you about it because I really liked it. It's a, it was a fun. um, I usually don't like the New York Times bestsellers, but I finished um, the Woman in the Window, um, which is actually a movie with Amy Adams. uh, But don't read the book first. Don't watch the movie. Um, So Amy Adams is agoraphobic. So she doesn't like to leave. She won't leave her house. And she watches everybody from her window and she sees a murder happen across the street in the apartment across the street. Um, Or does she? Because when the cops get there, that woman isn't there. That woman doesn't exist that she saw. But she oh. knows she saw it. So there was a lot. So usually I can kind of predict these. Wait, kinds. but isn't the guy like totally gaslighting her? Mm, or is he? Right, right. But I've seen this movie. Okay. But th- I didn't know that there was a book. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're looking for like um short chapter, quick read, page turner, kind of like not really thought, not a lot of like – um. You know, just take your mind off things. Um, the classic, like, New York Times bestsellers. It reminded me of um, Girl on the Train and mm-hmm. Gone yeah. Girl, like, those kind of books. Um, if you're looking for something like that, I really recommend this one. This one was a fun – and I didn't predict the ending, which normally I do. I didn't see this one coming at all. So Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a cool feeling because I feel like it's sometimes it's just so easy to predict everything. Right? <laughs> it's very um, – I mean, that's how I am with – uh, YA dystopia now like I've read every YA dystopia they're all the same I can't read another Hunger Games so actually mm. if anyone has any book recommendations let me know let a girl know heck yeah heck yeah all right well guys thank you so much for listening to our snail chats um hope you guys all had a nice Labor Day weekend and we're gonna talk to you in two weeks and Lauren what do you need to remind them of titty shakes on the tambourine <laughs> bye guys bye